Hello. <laughs> Sam's busy texting his fans. It's <laughs> true. Hi, Mom. I'm going to pick all my favorites tonight. So, uh, no, he's not. The Don't truth worry. is going to come out. Let's start. First of all, my utmost favorite person is my lovely oh, wife. Oh, stop it. Okay, no, all serious. All serious. For a second. We are testing out new microphones. So, yes. if you have any comments, please include those. <laughs> yes, testing out brand new microphones. Yeah. Check, check. Yeah. All right, here we are. Shall we dive in? Yeah, well, first of all, we want to say good evening to all our folks I out there on, on Facebook land. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, yes, yeah. we do match the wall. Thank you, Jen. We for match observation the wall. <laughs> for all our listeners who aren't watching it live. We uh, every evening we say what color is the wall tonight, and we dress like it. So because <laughs> it, it changes weekly. Because it, it changes. No, it doesn't change weekly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, we are uh, in Acts chapter 10. Yeah. We're excited. So again, we're kind of trying a couple of new features. So brand new mic. We got some new lights, so we're brighter than normal, huh? <laughs> and um, and uh, we're going to throw up a question a little early on, so a little later on here in, ch in chapter 10, um, we're going to throw up a question just looking for some answers, so this will give you guys a heads up to yeah. begin thinking, begin writing. Also, we want to hear what you guys have to say, uh, so we would love to hear your input, and especially in these few chapters, we don't have a ton, so it'll yeah. be interesting, we want to leave room for... Uh, what you guys have to say. So I like where we, we're starting off in chapter 10, like mm -hmm. we said, and it's, it's Cornelius. So this is a fun story, yes. and I like Cornelius. He has discovered faith, Jewish. He, it, I was looking up who he was and what he had discovered, and it says he was a Roman uh, centurion was the word, yeah. and he had, uh, it, it, I forget the word they used, but it was Jewish prosel proselyte. Sure. Became a Jew. Not prostate. No, Somebody not prostitute. <laughs> I mean, how many words can we think of that it's not? Let's stop that conversation yes. right now. He had become a, a yeah, yeah Jewish follower. So yeah, anyways, but he had yet to be, obviously, we will discover later, baptized by water or by the Spirit. So Yes. Yes, I like that he had discovered faith. It's very exciting. Always yeah. exciting. Always. Yes. Um, I'd like verse 4. It says here that your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Uh, it's just a great reminder of why we need to be generous. It's, it's important. Uh, God sees and cares about our giving. He really does. And uh, it reminds me of the, the, the parable of the sheep and the goats. Uh, whatever you do to the least of these, you do unto me. And it's a good reminder, especially like Katie is the more generous of the two of us. <laughs> so if there's someone who is actually inclined to generosity, it would be Katie. And I have had to learn generosity. And one of the, uh, the holds up I used to have was, oh, what are they going to do with the money? Oh, he's just going to go buy alcohol with the money if I give it to this homeless person. Or, and I would be really, really judgy. And I learned in, in watching my wife uh, reading the Bible and becoming a better Christian in general that it, it's not my responsibility what someone does with what I give. I'm just responsible to give. Right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I let it go, then it's God's. And whether, regardless of what someone else does with it, you know, God sees the heart of generosity. So that yeah. was my observation. That's good. I liked yeah. this whole encounter. Mm -hmm. Cornelius and Peter, we'll mention it a little later, to me was so extremely significant. It almost ranks up there with Paul. The, the Paul-Saul conversion yeah. was the change we get to see in Peter. Yeah. And I just think it's so cool. It's a huge 
stamp of approval for the Gentile world and all of us have benefited from yes. the willingness of, of some of these earlier mm. believers to step on out of their comfort zones. So Totally. I didn't have anything till verse 15. Yeah, first of all, um, I don't think our question is coming up there. Uh, it's just obviously not working right now. New program. But, um, what we are going to ask is, do you have a story of God having to repeat something oh, it's up there now. over and over again before uh, you get it? And the reason is, I, I just look at verse 14, Peter. <laughs> and this is my observation, and, and, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but you know, Peter says, no, Lord, uh, when, when uh, he put the sheet down in the vision. Just a random observation. So Cornelius' response to a command from God, which is just as out there, like it's just as wild. Yeah. Go and find this man named Peter. Uh, was yes, while well, Peter's was an automatic no because it challenged an established mindset. And I think I can learn from that because I've got some established mindsets and I can be a little bit stubborn. The Italian in me comes out and I'm not going to say you can be stubborn, but yeah, I'm pretty right. sure you can be a little <laughs> bit stubborn. Yeah, but which one of them had hung out with Jesus? It's a bit convicting to think that Cornelius yes. was so yeah. game to go and Peter was like, heck no. Yeah. Heck Interesting. Well, he didn't so, say that. <laughs> I wasn't quoting him well, directly. Peter but. was saved. Yeah. Uh, Peter was filled uh, with the Holy Spirit. Brianne, uh, just one story. <laughs> you can tell me as many stories Isn't as you will. Isn't this the story of our lives? <laughs> to share. Yes. I've got quite a few. Uh, so yeah, Peter was saved, filled yeah. with the Holy Spirit, greatly used by God. At the same time, Peter was still Peter. Right? And, and God uh, didn't use him because he was perfect, but because he was willing. And that was always a great thing I loved about Peter. He was always ready to jump in there. And then I love verse 16 because literally the vision is repeated three times. Oh, yeah. That's what motivated it. The vision was repeated three times. And, and I've got countless, my goodness, me just even going to Bible college, just person after person after prayer after prayer after confirmation after confirmation. God, if this is you, and I would say something impossible, because I didn't want to go, <laughs> and he would and yet, always come through. Yeah. James commented on that too, um, was that it's interesting to note the repetition of the number three, the sheet oh. in the vision um, up and down three times, the three o'clock prayer time, Jesus rose on the third day, and three men were sent. That's just cool. It's just an observation. Yeah. We love hearing your observations. Yeah. Um, one of the observations I had, this is confession time of me not understanding or maybe not reading fully this chapter in the Bible when I first read it, I thought this entire story was about being allowed to eat meat. Yes. <laughs> to all you vegetarians out there. I'm just kidding. I think I was, I was literally probably just in college before I figured out that it was to do with Jewish versus Gentile and not to do with the actual animals that God yeah. says, take, kill, eat. It's not about that. No. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was my confession. I, like I know that. that it actually says what it's about in the Bible, but I didn't read that far. <laughs> this whole time, I have been saying, I've been saying like... no to steak. And I read, I'm just kidding. No. I like Jen's observation here. We lost it quickly. But oh, yes, yes, in terms of uh, repeat, yeah. being repeated over. Yes, forgiveness, uh, really, over and over. Yes, I am forgiven. Yes, I am forgiven. The Holy Spirit's response, really? <laughs> Like that. Yeah, and forgiving others, I think she means. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, I've forgiven them. Oh, it's been 10 years. I'm still doing the forgiving process. Oh, it's yeah. a process. Uh, Sharon writes, yes, the prodigal son. I so easily become the brother who stayed home. I want to be like the father who ran towards the returning son. That is really well put. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I want to be the running son too. But so my heart sometimes is definitely the brother where I'm like, that guy? I want the party. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just did that this week. Yeah, yeah I did. Did you? There you go. Just a little bit. 
we're not perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But God has such amazing grace. Yeah. Um, here, verse 17, uh, I really liked. Oh, um, Jen also right. also repeating that I am loved mm. over and over again. Yeah. Holy Spirit reminds me that it's true and I am. That is so powerful. Uh, I think the, even just the idea of, of, of just how powerful it is when we live empowered and we have an enemy who like doesn't want us to live empowered. And yeah. uh, it's a great well, one. Thank if you. If we don't understand it for ourselves, we can't really live it out. So. Yeah. Good put. Good. Well put. Uh, it says here, just then the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house. And then verse 20 said, Peter said, I'm the man you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was a couple of really interesting points, just cultural points. First of all, even though like Cornelius was a believer and, 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 and really a, a Jew, Peter wouldn't have known that as two, mm -hmm. two kind of Gentiles would come to his home. And so like in, in, in general, not just Gentile, but Roman, there was definite disdain against that, but even more so, uh, it's really a new thing for Peter, which we're yeah, going to see. brand new. <laughs> really is a new thing for Peter. So the vision and staying with Simon, God was doing a new thing in Peter's life. And it's encouraging because I think God is doing a new thing in my life. And mm -hmm. that's uh, an important thing to keep doing. And then you see in verse 28, you know, uh, uh, later on when he's been with Cornelius, he tells him, you know, what it, uh, you know, it is against our laws for a Jewish man to enter a Gentile home for this, uh, for, for this, like this, to associate with you. Uh, so that's partly where the statement comes from. It's, I don't know, you just, it's a change, right? The change was taking place yeah. and Peter was changing slowly, but he was changing. And uh, yeah, it's fun because God shows no favoritism, right? That's right. Verse 34, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism and every nation he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. And uh, God opened my eyes to see that uh, God doesn't show, doesn't show any favoritism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was neat. Brianne had just shared one of the repeat. Mm -hmm. Or well, no, not one of the repeat things. Um, Jen had shared how, what God had shown her about God's love, and so Brianne shared as well. Journaling when I first became a Christian was pages and pages of God speaking how much He loved me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more than just being a Christian. This was I've had that revelation from my own life. Maybe what do you think? Seven years ago. Yeah. And I've been saved since I was easily, you know, 18, and pastoring at this point, and still learning that God loves me. So. Yeah. Good point, Robin. Yeah, yeah, thankfully Peter listened to the Holy Spirit and went with the men to see Cornelius. Cornelius, yeah. yes. Thankfully, they, they approached the right guy and he 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 heard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had already said what I thought that it, I just found this such a significant story. Maybe because I think of it for ourselves, it doesn't. It takes me a long time to change the way I think. Yeah. It can be years before finally the a new light goes on. I'm like. Oh, that's what you've been trying to say, not just God, but people. Yeah. And suddenly you have this awareness, oh, that makes sense when it didn't make sense before. And for Peter, this is a, a gigantic leap yeah. of brain space and, and humility. in one day. Like, <laughs> and humility, humility. Yeah. I think. I know that he said no originally, but <laughs> he changed pretty quickly after that. Yeah, the, and that's, that's the Came good thing. Came without objection. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. which I can learn from. We can learn so much from this. I can learn that James too. James had another comment in here for okay. 36. Let's see. Let's see. Peter speaking with those at the house of Cornelius. He starts with, you know, a couple of times. So they already knew about Jesus as well as what had gone on. They were Jewish converts. As Peter was telling them about what they already knew, the Holy Spirit fell on them. That's cool. Yeah. Because it's like, I've heard this before. No, no, no. <laughs> this time could be different. Yes. Which is always good too. I'm like, can you just tell me one more time what you were trying to get across? Because this might be the time it sinks in. Yeah. 
I, I don't always, know. I thought that was cool. They'd already heard this before. Yeah, but I also find it interesting. Like we notice this as a parent, and Brianna, we see your comment. We'll get to it in a second. But we notice this as a parent. You can say something to your kids over and over and over again. Then all of a sudden, someone else tells them. Yeah, that's true. Like I, I remember when Rachel first started going to school. Rachel and Hope, and they'd yeah. come home. You know, did, you did you know, know? that? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> the teacher said we had to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Brianna was good. I wonder if any stories didn't make it in the Bible of people feeling led by God and being like, nah, and not doing it. Oh, oh probably. That would have helped us. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, again, God has incredible grace, but I have no's in my life. There's things I said yeah. no to. Uh, I think I've shared this story online here. Uh, of me having an opportunity to tell, uh, talk to a, a girl about Jesus. Oh, that's right, you did. And yeah. then a, a year later, finding out now she's saved and she's actually, you know, evangelizing to me. Which, uh, oops. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, hey, by hey, the way, did you know? Did you know I sucked? But anyways, here we are. God has grace. Yeah. Uh, I loved uh, verses 44 and 46. Even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. The Jewish believers who, became, who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. For they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. So I read this, and so here is um, just even one of my thoughts. I'm not sure why we generally don't see this anymore. I mean, when I say we, I'm talking yeah. about us as a church here, uh, North America in general. Like, we just don't see that happening he was literally just talking about the gospel, yeah. and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other languages, whether they be earthly or heavenly languages, we don't know, and it doesn't matter, because they were still speaking in other languages, and, and, and here I, I, I know we can do this, yeah. like I know that we all have the ability to speak in, uh, in, our, in, a, in a heavenly language, in, in, its, in tongues, and yet um, we don't, and I don't really pray for it very often as a pastor. Um, and, and again, I know we can do this. Part of me thinks, and this is my own story, so uh, I was saved for a long time before I spoke in tongues. In fact, I used to tell people um, that my tongue was English, right? <laughs> That's my tongue. My tongue is English. No yeah, I went, to a, I went to a church where if you didn't actually speak in tongues, you weren't considered really filled with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I had to fake things and, and just to fit in. And maybe that was your experience. I'm not sure. But uh, part of me thinks we're just overcomplicating this and we're in our own heads too much. In fact, uh, even just last Pentecost, um, uh, our, pre our president, our Foursquare president, Steve Faulkner, made some teaching available to us from uh, someone who is just very dear to the Foursquare family. His name is Dr. Daniel Brown. And he does an amazing job yeah, teaching on speaking in tongues. And, and we actually played a short sermon on, on a Sunday morning at Pentecost last year, but included with it was actually even a larg longer teaching on being filled with the Holy Spirit, and he even kind of says it in his teaching that uh, it's not a um, it's not an intellectual yeah. decision. It's faith. It's kind of us needing to go for it. And and so I wanted to take a few minutes or a minute, because uh, a few minutes is actually a very long time when you're yeah. on air. But to <laughs> to just pray, because I know there's people who have longed to be able to speak in another tongue, and there's kind of a block there maybe. And and, and I just want to pray. And uh, yeah. this isn't a teaching, and I don't know if anything's going to happen. But if we don't try, we're never going to say anything. Right. So uh, let's pray. And join me if this is a prayer for you. So Holy Spirit, we just pray right now for those that are listening and those that are watching that, that are filled with the Holy Spirit but ha have yet to uh, be able to really speak in their heavenly language. And Holy Spirit, we just pray for a release in that. Uh, your word says that you move in wisdom and you give us understanding. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you would reveal to each individual who is listening right now, 
the stumbling blocks that are kind of standing in the way of us experiencing what you have for us in the Holy Spirit. So let's just take a few seconds to, to hear from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, as you give us this revelation, uh, I, I just pray that you just help lead us out in this. Um, we, we read this right here, that at Cornelius' house, they just began to speak. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would help loose our minds and mm -hmm. our tongues to release us into this gift that you've given us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know one of the things that helps me speak in tongues is having music on that's louder than my voice yeah. so that I don't hear myself and get like awkward or try to figure out what I'm saying and even to start repeating it myself using suddenly our brains kick in and we try to jump in there and be smarter than we are and so I find it really helps when I actually can't hear <laughs> especially at the beginning now it's not mm -hmm. not as big of a deal but um, yeah and there's a couple yeah. of comments here yeah so not as taught not taught as much in the church maybe um, there's a comment there on that's fun going on about Jonah being yeah so reluctant at the beginning, but then he yeah. he dove in near the end. So if you want to, that's great. So um, also, if you want that teaching, oh, yeah. I still have yeah. it. So I'm more than willing to send it. It is uh, phenomenal, and he does just a really really good simple. job of explaining it all and a lot of the something blocks as well. So uh, message me, and I'll hit you up with yeah. that uh, that uh, resource. I we dove into I dove into chapter eleven and went really they're gonna jump out by criticizing Peter first. Thing. Oh my gosh, yes. They didn't even give him a chance to speak. They just said when Peter arrived back, they criticized him. I thought had they learned nothing like. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that was, I mean that was me. I had the same observation right away yeah. in verse three. You entered the home of Gentiles and even ate with them. I think it's just highlighting the natural contempt they yeah. had. Uh, against just Romans. And how big of a leap like, that really was for Peter. Well, totally. Like, I mean, last week, I don't know if you remember, and if new people are watching, so Peter is staying with a tanner named Simon, and in, in Jewish law, tanners were like bad. Like, you couldn't even live, they had to live 25 meters, so about 75 feet away from people. Yes, yeah, right. Right? And then I told you, like, even, even if, like, you were, say, betrothed to a tanner and didn't know, that's like license to be able to cancel the wedding. Like, it's a big deal, right? <laughs> right. Like, Simon's a tanner. Uh, no. But then they're like, you ate with a Gentile? I know. Like, <laughs> out of the two, you can see what they hated more. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I liked, uh, it's a little bit further down, because after that, of course, it's just Peter recounting life. But I really liked Antioch. They bring up Antioch in this chapter. And it's the first place that I read of where they naturally included the Gentiles. So that was in verse 21. Yep. It says, yeah, the power of the Lord was with them. No, never mind. Some of the believers who went to Antioch um, began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord. The power of the Lord was with them. And the gen a number of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. I thought that was cool because yeah. here we just heard about Peter and how how much of a leap it was, and, and yet some of the believers naturally did this, so awesome. I thought that was cool. That was a cool too. Uh, if anyone's listening, I literally just sat here thinking, if you don't know what a tanner is, it's not someone who's out in the sun. I am not a tanner. <laughs> I, I, well, that's not assumed. I it's, thought it, <laughs> it's someone who works with animal hide. Animal makes, hide. Makes yeah. leather. Okay. okay. There we go. Just so that we know. That was funny. Like, <laughs> anyways. Wait, I'm brain. usually the one that makes these comments. I know. That was, that was, <laughs> it's Mother's Day. I'll give you a break. Um, yeah. You had something about 
Christians. Where are we? Yeah, wait, well, we're verse gonna 18. Run out of time. Well, I know, let's I know. Okay. Who knew? Who knew? Okay, let's jump to verse 25. Here's okay. something that stood out here for me in verse 25. Um, more testimonies. Oh, so that Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Uh, both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. It was uh, uh, Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. First of all, I think it's really awesome because we talked about how Stephen was one of those incidences in Acts where something happened and we didn't get a result yeah. of what happened. And here we are, we're still continuing to see the testimony of Stephen's death. Uh, God works things for the good, so that's awesome. And uh, the particular word used here for, for look or search means to search very, very hard. So at this point, we know that Paul isn't very active. Uh, um, we see later in Galatians, he kind of has these, he pops in and out. But um, he was very much still uh, preaching the gospel. And actually historians say he was very much a wanted man. Mm -hmm. So people were still trying to kill him. And so he found him. And it was roughly about 11 or 12 years later. And you can find that out because it's linked to in Galatians. He begins yeah. to share his story uh, before finding Bar uh, Barnabas. It's uh, Galatians 1, 17 to 21. So you can look at the, up that if you want. Now the word Christians or that last part, Ian's, is actually uh, uh, to mean the party of. So like uh, the party of Christ or the Jesus people is, is really... That's cool. The key. That's, that's kind of like the old reference. That's what Christians mean, the, the party of Christ. Also back in the day, if you were a soldier, um, you, you would take on a general's name. So for instance, if your general was Caesar, then the soldiers would be known as Caesarians which I thought was funny because Caesarean section, so that's just for my, my brain. <laughs> but anyway, so soldiers under Christ would be Christians, right? Christians. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was interesting. Another fun but absolutely useless fact, because this is Sam's fun fact of the day, Antioch <laughs> had and was the source of some of history's greatest teachings uh, to come out of the church. So starting with Barnabas, Paul, uh, even Peter, right? And then you get into the second century, Ignatius, Theophilus, uh, um, Theophilus was a, a huge apologist, one of the first people to really explain the Trinity in church history. Yeah. It actually goes all the way through to like four centuries uh, of great teachers and influencers in the church. So Antioch was pretty awesome. That's cool. Did some amazing things. I liked, uh, Jen was commenting about the same video you were commenting. Oh, awesome. And she gave it to her some of her students at college and they loved it and received tongues. So really... Just highlighting yes. again, if this has been a stumbling block for you and you want to embrace it, this is a good video we can send you. <laughs> Leave yeah. by nine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Leave by nine. It's an if inside it's Jesus, joke for it's... anyone watching, but I don't really do anything after 9 p.m. <laughs> but if it was Jesus, the sign would say <laughs> 9 a.m., right? Come I like, on. I, I want to hang out with Jesus. Right, all night long. <laughs> okay. That's right. Chapter 12. <laughs> I got some more useless facts for you if we have time. So no, we'll you don't. We're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought it was so sad in verse 2. They just said it like so matter-of-factly. He had the apostle James killed with a sword. Yep. Period. Yep. I was like, oh, all right. He's gone. Done. Want me to read that, that thing? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, we don't oh, James read... had one more thing you commented here saying. Okay, you go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. Go for if, it. if you don't mind. Yeah. No, also, no. this comes on the eve of James being beheaded. Oh, the part where Peter was released from prison. Did we yeah. totally skip over that? Part? No, that, that comes later. Oh, it's coming. James now. James gets killed first. Same verses. It says uh, you can have people praying for you, but we don't always know the outcome. Yeah. One was released from prison. We'll see that. I'm a bit of we're spoiling the story if you haven't read that far. One was spoiling. released from prison. Peter. 
Mm -hmm. um, the other was beheaded, and just a sign that uh, whether we live or die within the body of Christ, he only sees our spirit, so it doesn't matter. If, in today's world, people will blame God if someone dies, but our spirit never dies. It's a sign of his grace, mercy, or favor, yeah. because he never sees us as dead. We're alive in Christ. Alive, alive, alive. So really, they're both alive, more. even though one died. Yeah. Um, we don't read all the testimonies from this period. There's things that, that happen that we don't know about. This one's a fun one. So Eusebius, who is, uh, again, a historian, historian like Josephus, around that same time that was all happening, this is the Roman Spoiler side, yep. <laughs> uh, relates a story of Clement from Alexandria, who said the soldier guarding James uh, before the judge was so affected by his witness that he declared himself a Christian also and was also willingly executed for Jesus alongside of James. What? Um, yeah. So there you go. I mean, that's, I just read it. I wasn't there. So um, you'll notice <laughs> that <laughs> a lot of the historians, you know, in fairness, here's an asterisk. A lot of the Christian historians of that century uh, um, weren't the greatest. Let's just say that. Sometimes they're, they're really accurate. Other times to make people like Constantine and stuff look better, they exaggerated hmm. stuff. So that's... that's uh, well, important to know, but if that's true, cool if but we true. know even if that story is not true, we knew things were happening that even we're not reading about. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact, oh, like again, the angel struck Peter on the side when he was sleeping in between two guards. I just like, he literally knew it was going to happen. Peter knew that, okay, I'm arrested. James got beheaded. I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. But yet he sleeps in between the two soldiers. It just reminds me of Peter being on the, uh, Peter, of Jesus being on the on boat the during the storm. Oh. And Jesus slept during the storm. Peter would have been there. And Peter was one of the ones freaking out mm -hmm. that the ship was going to crash. Jesus, why don't you love us? And Jesus was like, calm down, Peter, and calms down the storm. He was already at peace during the storm. And now here we are, Peter, not that much further ahead, yeah. knowing that he's about to preach his end and he's sleeping. And I thought, great. That's just really it's cool. full circle. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really cool. I liked in verse 5, it says, uh, the church prayed very earnestly for him. I thought that was an important part because we hear mm -hmm. about things like this all the time, not necessarily for, you know, persecution's sake in, in the Western church, but we always hear of things happening. And they were gathered together in a home praying earnestly for him, and that just stood out for me. Would the um, freedom from prison have happened if they weren't praying earnestly for him? We have no idea, but I like to think the two went mm -hmm. together. But I also thought it was very funny in verse 14 and 15, <laughs> what were they praying? Because when Peter showed up at the door, they seemed very surprised. And I was like, nothing much has changed since that time. Because if we were praying for somebody's release from something crazy like prison, yeah. and they actually were released, I think I'd be surprised too. But still. <laughs> oh, we do it. I mean, so I many of our... They were like, no, it's not him. I'm like, but that's probably what they were asking for. <laughs> like like pre-COVID, we were having this really fun time praying for people and seeing people get healed. Like right in front of the backs. And I can't tell you how many times that, like, you know, we had a good list, but like it would still be like, what? Yeah. Lord, I just prayed for her back. My back feels better. What? <laughs> <laughs> just, well, I hope that's, we're, that's we're funny. I like being in awe of yes. God, too. Yeah, that's good. Um, James had another comment there. I skipped over it. Oh, yeah, that was a cool one, James. Good job, James. Or Tanya. I don't or know. Or Tanya. <laughs> when Peter was released from prison, all those praying for him thought it was a ghost or his spirit, as if it was a common occurrence. My Bible translates it his angel. So mm. how prevalent might it have been for them to frequently see spirits or angels? That's a good question. That's an interesting question. They were more inclined to believe it was his angel than it was him in the flesh. That's also a really good observation. So. I wonder what they were praying for. <laughs> like, we don't know. Like I've, I've been to great, lots of prayer meetings where there was like, 
let them pass in peace. Oh, yeah. And looking or, back, and yeah. I'm like, what were we doing? <laughs> right? Know. But, yeah. Mine says Angel 2. Yeah, Brianne. Brianne. Okay. Oh, yes. I'm like, why is she saying that? We just read that out loud. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good listening. <laughs> Good listening, Sam. Uh, I We're talking about uh, verse 23, really. Uh, Herod. Poor, Poor Herod. Herod. <laughs> Not really. I mean, <laughs> but still, he did say he was like God. Or yeah, I like what you wrote. I have this long. <laughs> Sam thing. wrote this big long paragraph. All I wrote was Herod, pride, death by a worm. <laughs> Don't be prideful. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Katie's version. I was just sharing. Um, first of all, first thing I thought of is like, who's our modern day Herod? Okay, Don't like name this is people. no. Oh. I'm like talking about in general. Oh, okay. Like we have, you can see my sheet here. I'm not know, naming anybody. You're off the top um, now. Like we just have, we like celebrities, and we like like our Christian celebrities and people we put up on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and then when like inevitably they're human and we realize they're human, um, we fall, right? Compost. Oh my gosh, Tanya. Yes, that's funny. I don't um, even get it. Worms. Oh. <laughs> Herod. And so it's a good reminder for me, like, who's my Christian celebrity? I think we just witnessed a season where, like, a politician was made like God and then the disappointment and the fallout of that way. Like, we just mm. got to be careful that we don't raise humans above the elevation of God. But uh, this is, again, fun fact, useless fact of the day. It's not two, useless. These are cool. Two. This is actually from Josephus' account of the day, uh, 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 there being there, or, or the recounting of the day that Herod actually spoke. Now, again, Josephus, again, is one of those historians that's like, eh, this but. is fun. So I thought I'd share it. Uh, he put on a garment. This is, this is, this is Herod. Herod. He put on a garment made wholly of silver and of contexture truly, am I reading that word right? Yeah. Contexture truly wonderful. If someone could define contexture, that'd be <laughs> excellent. And came into the theater early in the morning, at which time the silver of his garment, being illuminated by the, uh, the fresh reflection of the sun's rays upon it, shone out after a surprising manner and was so resplendent as to spread a horror over those that looked intently upon it. And presently its flatterers cried out one from one place and another from another, though not for his good, that he (laughs) He was was a god. A god, I guess. A severe pain arose in his belly and he began in a most violent manner. Uh, When he had been quite worn out by his pain in his belly for five days, he departed this life. So isn't that interesting? I like thinking people all, wrote stuff down. Yeah, yeah like, like there's, account, there's actually historical accounts of what we see in Scripture, and you will learn if you search this way. And this is one of the actually things that led me to Jesus, is uh, um, the Bible, how historically accurate yeah. the Bible is compared to other religious texts, and how archaeologists still use it, uh, historically accurately, and how, many, how much supporting text outside of um, Scripture, particularly around Jesus, crucifixion, and, and really acts in these stories, actually exist and confirm what are in Scripture. I think it's yeah. really cool. That is cool. It's important. We, we have to... <laughs> people, are, people are having a little bit of a side conversation I here. just saw what my mother-in-law wrote. Don't encourage him. When I get home, I got some fun <laughs> facts just for you. Pour a fresh cup of coffee, Sharon. It should no, be, I'm just kidding. It should be said that Verity appreciates you. Oh, thanks, Verity. <laughs> thanks for appreciating me. Jesus. I have other fun facts. We're good. Okay, we're good? All right. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Maybe we should... Uh, what are we going to do next week? 
What chapters should we oh, jump into? 13, 14, 15. 13, 14, 15. Yep. So three more chapters next week. I know this is only we'll half be an hour. Then we'll over halfway done. Over halfway. Maybe we'll make a cake. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't need cake. No. Well, why don't you pray for us and sure. send us off? God, thank you for your word and just that it's true for our lives and has been for thousands of years. And we just look to you for direction, for wisdom, for revelation, for testimonies, and that your spirit might fall like it did in the early days and that we would need it like they did and we would spread it like they did. And yeah, it's just exciting. So thank you for who you are and for what you do in each of us. I pray that you would just just do that to the nth degree this Amen. coming week in our lives. So the things that we've experienced would just be even more um, in the days to come. And yeah, we just thank you for who you are. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next week. Yeah.